Cast out devils and lay hands on the sick. If you are not obeying him, you better act quick. He is coming back and we will all give a report. So obey Jesus so you don't come up short. Amen to that. And there's a lot of people in this world that think that they're going to get away with their sin. They are going to be in for a rude awakening. They may seem to get away with crimes on this side of eternity. But it's appointed a man who wants to die and then the judgment. Nobody's going to escape the judgment of God. We're either going to be at the great white throne judgment with the sinner to then be thrown into the lake of fire or we're going to be at the judgment seat of Christ. Still given accounting. But our name is in the written Lamb's book of life. That's for rewards. We're all still going to have our day before the Lord. So it's a very um, terrifying thing. Think about those that are going to mock God and mock his laws and they have really no idea where they're headed. And when they find out that they did wrong would be all she wrote. No hope. I don't want anybody to go to hell but there's many people headed there right now. More by the day. We will try to wake up who we can we get our lives right before the Lord and know that he's going to have the last say. Okay. We're going to get over into 1 Corinthians chapter 5 today. And uh, let's just open it up in prayer. Father Yehovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, this is the day you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Forgive me, forgive us of our sins, Father God. Back to the very first thought, word, deed, gesture and action in Jesus name we plead the blood of Jesus over each one of us our minds our families we invite the Holy Spirit to come today Father God teach us your word give us wisdom knowledge and understanding guide all of our steps Father God surround us all with your warrior angels help us God in Jesus name amen we bind every demonic force that would come against any of us tonight in the name of Jesus for being here tuning in these programs we rebuke every foul wicked spirit command it to let us and our families go in Jesus name Amen Okay, I'm going to pick up with 1 Corinthians chapter 5 reading from the King James it is reported commonly that there is fornication among you in such fornication as is not so much as named among the Gentiles, that one should have his father's wife. That's incest right there. And ye are puffed up, and have not rather mourned that he that hath done this deed might be taken away from among you. For I verily, as absent in body but present in spirit, have judged already, as though I were present, concerning him that hath done that hath so done this deed. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when ye are gathered together in my spirit, with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, to deliver such a one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. Your goring is not good. Know ye not that a little leaven leaveneth your whole lump the whole lump purge out therefore the old leaven that ye may be a new lump as ye are unleavened for even Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us therefore let us keep the feast not with old leaven neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth 
And I think he was talking about literally there, keeping the feast of Passover. Unleavened bread. It's a, uh, it's a time to reflect and see, do I have any sin in my life? I need to get out. Do I need to repent? Get the leaven out. A little bit of sin can open up the door. A slippery slope right into hell if we don't repent. Take us out. He goes on to say, I wrote unto you in an epistle not to company with fornicators. Yet not altogether with the fornicators of this world or with the covetous or extortioners or with idolaters, for then must ye need to go out of the world. But now I have written unto you not to keep company of any man that is called a brother. Now he's making a distinction here. You know, God, uh, the Apostle Paul is not saying in, in God's word here that you can't uh, um, work with or know someone who's uh, in sin, like fornication. Because the world's full of them. You'd have to you know, move over to an island, live by yourself. He's talking here about the church. This is having fellowship with so-called believers who are in sin. They're in the church. Maybe they're in your choir. And you know that they're living in sin. Supposed to be a brother or a sister in Christ, but they're fornicators or covetous or an idolater or reller or a drunkard or an extortioner. With such a one, know not to eat have no fellowship with them. I'm sorry. I love you, but you're living in sin. And I am commanded by the Word of God not to fellowship with you till you repent. We got a lot of this in the church today. It wasn't just 2,000 years ago. That's sad, but it's in the church. And people think you can be a Christian and be gay and get to heaven, be a fornicator. No, you can't. You're deceiving yourself. There's a whole list of things, starting with fornicators will not inherit the kingdom of God. Feminine, homosexuals. No, they will not unless they repent. The gay will not get into heaven. I'm sorry. Not until they repent. Drunkards. How many do we have that are alcoholics in the church? There's a lot. For what have I to do to judge them also that are without? Do not ye judge them that are within? But them that are without, God judges. People say, judge not. Unless ye also be judged by what measure you know, you meet, it will be meted unto you. Well, Let's take this in the whole counsel of God here. It is our job to righteously judge inside the church. Those on the outside, God's going to judge them. But matters of the church, we are to judge. And this is a righteous judgment here. If someone calls himself a brother or sister in the Lord, they're in the church and they're living in known sin. You're not to even eat with them. But them on the outside, God judges. Therefore, put away from among yourselves that wicked person. They had to render a judgment. Put him out. This man was having sex with his mom or his stepmother, whichever it was. It said the husband's wife. Her husband... the father's wife. So I don't know if his father had died. But they were hooking up. This is an abomination. A curse comes on people who do that. You want to get engaged in incest? There's a curse that comes on it. Dare any of you having a matter against another go to law before the unjust and not before the saints? 
Do ye not know that the saints shall judge the world? And if the world shall be judged by you, are ye unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Know ye not that we shall judge angels? How much more things that pertain to this life? If then ye have judgments of things pertaining to this life, set them to judge who are least esteemed in the church. There are righteous judgments that are to take place in the church. I speak to your shame. Is it so? That there is not a wise man among you, no, not one that shall be able to judge between his brethren? But brother goeth to law with brother, and in other words, they sue each other, and that before the unbelievers. Now, therefore, there is utterly a fault among you, because ye go to law one with another. Why do ye not rather take wrong? Why do ye not rather suffer yourselves to be defrauded? Nay, ye do wrong and defraud, and that your brethren. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind. What is that? That's homosexuals. That's what it says. Effeminate. A man acting like he's a woman. Transgender. Wearing a dress. Putting on lipstick. I would say even wearing earrings. Yet I know there's some men out there who do it. Well, in modern culture, we know that uh, earring is usually associated with a woman. That's what the women do. Why are guys wearing it? And it's long been known if you wear it on one particular ear, you're gay. What's up with that? Most You're supposed to look hip and cool? No, what you're doing is you're putting yourself, I think, in judgment. That's effeminate. A man wearing long hair is effeminate. It's a shame. We'll get to that when we get to 1 Corinthians 14, I think it is. It's over there somewhere. Got men looking like women. Um, An example that comes to me is, um, who is the black actor who um, slapped the comedian? What's his name? Okay, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He's got a son and a daughter. And uh, there's one comedian, black comedian, uh, very famous, said, what is his daughter? A man or a woman? I don't know. Will Smith. Will Smith's son. There's pictures of him. I guess he's modeling. A woman's dress. I know he's not Scottish. So it's not a kilt he's wearing. What's he wearing? Dressing like a woman? Like, you you know, a bisexual would? Feminine man? Jaden Smith. Effeminate. He won't make it if he doesn't repent. Homosexuals won't make it if they don't repent. Not only them, fornicators. And before we get to the gay, you say, we're just trying to sing out the gays. No, they weren't, they weren't first on the list. He says, be not deceived. Fornicators. Having sex outside of marriage. Idolaters. Those involved in witchcraft and the occult. Worshiping Osiris and the Illuminati. Other gods. Nor adulterers. So we got fornicators and adulterers there's people that are married but having sex with someone who's not their spouse then got the effeminate the abuse of themselves with mankind that's the gay nor thieves nor covetous 
thieves. We've got a lot of thievery going on in broad daylight. Nor covetous. You want so badly what somebody else has got that you don't have. And you just got a passion. You're driven. You got to have it. That's wrong. Nor drunkards. They started out with a, a glass of wine. Now they're drinking a case of wine a week or a day. Drunkards. Can't go a day without a drink. Nor revilers. These atheists and God mockers out there. Nor extortioners. Gangs, thugs, cartels. Extortioning people right now at the border, raping them too. One person got raped like 30 times. Just to get to the border. None of these people shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But ye are washed. But ye are sanctified. But ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Yes, when we repent. When we confess that is sin, we renounce it. And we make a turn. We don't do that stuff anymore. Ask God to forgive us of our wicked ways. I had to do it. We all got to do it. And some for multiple sins. And we can be forgiven. We can be washed, sanctified, justified in the name of the Lord Jesus by the Spirit of our God. That's the good news tonight. That is the good news, the gospel. Jesus, for God sent not his son of the world to condemn the world, but through him his, the world might be saved. Jesus comes with a pardon. He's looking for people that are serious. That are ready to make a change. Ready to repent. Be born again. Pass from death to life. And there's only one way. It's through the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no other way. I'm sorry, Oprah. There are not many paths to God. Many paths to the demons, which are, are right in, take you to hell. Goes on to say, All things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful to me for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Meats for the belly, and the belly for meats. But God shall destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for fornication, but for the Lord. And if our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit, we read yesterday, him who defiles the temple of the Holy Spirit, him God will destroy. Many ways to defile it. You think God's okay with you burning incense in his temple from cigarette smoke and weed? Burning sage? I don't think he's okay with writing graffiti on his temple. And if you have, stop it and repent. You can be forgiven, but don't keep doing it. Talking about tattoos. Doesn't end there. Alcohol, drugs. You can even overdo it with food. We know this. God's not happy with that. Then it gets into even more hardcore things. Like fornication. Sexual sin. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? How would God take to heaven sex right in the temple of God? People are doing it. Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of a harlot? God forbid. What? Know ye not that he which is joined to a harlot is one body? A harlot is a really a woman or a man who sells their body to make money. 
I think more of a harlot is the woman and the guy would be a gigolo. Well, it's hardcore now. A lot of guys out there, they sell their body to men. They're harlots. Absolutely. It used to be tame in comparison to the what the men are doing now with their bodies. I mean, you might have had a Richard Gere in the movie Gigolo. That was kind of the uh, exception to the rule. Usually it's a woman selling her body for a man. Now you got men out there selling their bodies, whoever. It's sick, folks. It says, Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? Oh, I, I, jumped a, I jumped a couple verses. We'll go back to verse 17. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. He that is joined to a harlot is one body, for two saith he shall be one flesh. I jumped around. Now go to verse 18. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. Again, what? Know ye not that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you? which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. We got people hooking up everywhere today. They got hookup apps. I don't know what's out there right now, but it used to be the Tinder app. used to hear a lot about the Netflix Netflix dates and I will tell you I don't think it's possible in today's uh, age to date and survive dating I don't know anybody who's ever survived dating not in modern culture because when you get some alone time with the opposite sex uh, you're not going to survive for very long devil will tempt you or to flee temptation next thing you know people are kissing and tongue action and petting and, and then pop goes the weasel you fornicate it now you got shame guilt and condemnation you might have impregnation and God forbid people murder the child And just because you gave your body up to the man or the man gave his body up to the girl doesn't mean that they're going to stay with you. As the old saying goes, why pay for the cow when you get the milk for free? I said that to a lady, which I knew at the UPS store in in Vegas. I go to check my mail and she was working there and saw her day. She was a friend. And she looked down, and I was talking to her, and she could find in me she was having some trouble with her boyfriend. and She was living with a guy. And I told her that. You can't be living with someone who you're not married with. It's not going to go well. Why should he pay for the cow when he's getting the milk for free? She says, why should I pay for the pig when I'm getting the pork for free? I didn't put a graphic uh, rating on this show. But it's the truth. Who has ever dated and survived dating? I don't believe dating's biblical. Show me where dating, uh, unchaperoned that is, uh, is biblical. There's safety in numbers, and that includes if you are going to, you know, court somebody. You do it, they're supervised. Do they still do that today? Yeah, there are some that will do it. And definitely other culture, other cultures. They know the importance of it. Courtship rather than dating. Because it's, it's, protect, it's uh, to protect you from breaking that hedge before the honeymoon night and many people 
their relationships fade and they fall apart and then they have a soul tie. And that person leaves you and moves on and you're still connected with them in the spirit. And that people spin out of control, depression, they cut their wrist. Suicide happens to Hollywood people. I can think of an actor who a particular girl dropped him and he slit his wrist. That's horrible. I know of a girl who was a friend of the family. She was uh, sleeping around with this uh, one one dude and he was kind of like a bad boy and he dumped her or threatened to dump her and she couldn't take it and she hung herself. She was Hindu. So when the family found out about it, there was no funeral. They'd already cremated her. There was just an urn. Bible says here, again, what? Know ye not that he which is joined to a harlot is one body? For two saith he shall be one flesh. I joined with a harlot 20 years ago. I'm not proud of that fact. Word of God says, a whore is a deep ditch. And those that uh, go down that path, uh, many of them never come back and they go right into hell. I could have been killed and be in hell right now. Had a lot of soul ties to break. I disregarded the word and paid a high price. That's why we're preaching the word of God, saying don't do it. Why pay a high price for a lot of low living? Word of God's true. Let every man be a liar. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Flee fornication. Run like hell. Because hell's going to grab you and drag you into hell. Run from hell. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you? which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. We're not to defile our bodies through fornication, adultery, drugs, alcohol, etc. 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Now concerning the things which whereof ye wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman, Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife, and let every woman have her own husband. Let the husband render unto the wife due benevolence. That means you're supposed to have relations. And likewise also the wife unto the husband. You're not to withhold your body from your spouse. You're not to commit bedroom blackmail, as one person called it. Well, you can sleep on the couch. There's women that do that to men, and there's men that do that to women and withhold relations. And that can cause a lot of problems. The wife hath not power of, of her own body the husband does. And likewise also the husband hath not power of his own body but the wife. And when they're not having relations, not knocking the boots on a regular basis paraphrased what happens? Well verse 5 will tell you. You're defrauding one another. This says do not defraud. Defraud ye not one the other except it be with consent for a time. What's that mean? Well, so that ye may give yourselves to fasting and prayer. When you fast and if you're going to fast and pray, you're not supposed to be having relations. Um, plus, you know, turn it all off, food and sex. Really, it's what Paul is advocating for, that you may give yourself to fasting and prayer, that, okay, and come together again afterwards that Satan tempt you not for your incontinency. Because what will happen? You're not having relations. Those hormones surging through the body. 
You'll begin to look. Your eyes will begin to wonder. You'll begin to lust. Everything will begin to look yummy. As that one song by Justin Bieber he wrote called Yummy. And what happens? The devil will tempt you. Next thing you know, you're knocking the boots in fornication or adultery. But I speak this by permission and not of commandment. For I would that all men were even as myself, but every man hath his proper gift of God, one after this manner and one after that. I say therefore to the unmarried and widows, I believe he's talking about the original question, is it good for a man uh, not to touch a woman, you know, not to marry? I say therefore to the unmarried and widows, it is good for them if they abide even as I, but if they cannot contain, let them marry. For it is better to marry than to burn. And I think that uh, has two meanings. Uh, burn with lust and burn in hell. Having considered the former verses where fornicators, adulterers will not inherit the kingdom of God. And if you don't inherit the kingdom of God, well, you're going to inherit hell and then the lake of fire where you'll be burning for eternity. And it's talking about burning with lust here. Because that, that's what will happen. Some people would call it, I'm horny. But I don't think that's a great word. Better to just say, I'm burning with lust. I've heard people say that. I've heard people say they were burning with lust for, this, for a man. And they were a man. They need deliverance, number one. And then they need to find a wife. And unto the married, I command... Yet not I, but the Lord, let not the wife depart from her husband. Does this mean Paul was a eunuch? I don't believe he was a eunuch. His whole life, if he was a member of the Sanhedrin, there seemed to be evidence that he was. He was of the Pharisees. He was a student of Gamaliel, and it's believed he was a Sanhedrin. And he went out on orders of the Sanhedrin court to arrest Christians when he was in that phase where he was hunting down Christians to arrest them and bring them back for, for judgment and put people to death. Uh, one of the qualifications, I'm told, is you had to be married to be a Sanhedrin. So he was married at some time. We don't know what happened to his wife. She probably died. People didn't live that long generally back then. But he didn't remarry. So he's uh, he's living... Uh, life as a eunuch at this point. And he says, And to the married I command, yet not I, but the Lord, let not the wife depart from her husband. But, and if she depart, let her remain unmarried. Talk about separations. Or be reconciled to her husband. So God would that you know, marriages will not break apart, but if they do, he's saying remain unmarried. Or be reconciled to the husband. And let not the husband put away his wife. Goes two ways there. We have women leaving their husbands and husbands leaving their wives. God says this is not right. But to the rest speak I, not the Lord. If any brother hath a wife that believeth not, and she be pleased to dwell with him, let him not put her away. And the woman which hath a husband that believeth not, and if he be pleased to dwell with her, let her not leave him. For the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife, and the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband, else were your children unclean, but now are they holy. But if the unbelieving depart let him depart. A brother or a sister is not under bondage in such cases. God hath called us to peace. For what knowest thou, O wife, whether thou shalt save thy husband? Or how knowest thou, O man, whether thou shalt save thy wife? But as God hath distributed to every man, as the Lord hath called everyone, 
so let them walk. And so ordain I in all churches. If any man called being circumcised, let him not become uncircumcised. If any called in, in un, is any called in uncircumcision, let him not be circumcised. Circumcision is nothing, and uncircumcision is nothing, but the keeping of the commandments of God. Let every man abide in the same calling wherein he was called. Art thou called being a servant? Care not for it. But if thou mayest be made free, use it rather. For he that is called in the Lord being a servant is the Lord's free man. Likewise also he that is called being free is Christ's servant. Ye are bought with a price, be not ye the servants of men. Let me read that one again. Ye, talking about all of us, are bought with a price. Be not ye the servants of men. I'm not going to be a servant of the New World Order and bow my knee to Klaus Schwab. How about you? To hell with him if he don't want to repent. I'm not going to bow my knee. Not to YouTube or Facebook either anymore. Because I have to bow to their mandate or they'll put me in uh, jail or delete my postings and I'm not going to bow to them and be their servant just so I can be on that platform. I'm not going to do it. Not anymore. I did it for six channels. Played the fool. Verse 24. Brethren, let every man wherein he is called therein abide with God. Now concerning virgins, I have no commandment of the Lord, yet I give my judgment as one that hath obtained mercy of the Lord to be faithful. I suppose, therefore, that this is good for the present distress, I say, that it is good for, for a man to, so to be. Art thou bound unto a wife? You're married, in other words? Seek not to be loosed. Art thou loosed from a wife? Seek not a wife. But, and if thou marry, thou hast not sinned. And if a virgin marry, she hath not sinned. Nevertheless, such shall have trouble in the flesh, but I spare you. But this I say, brethren, the time is short, it remaineth, that both they that have wives be as though they had none, and they that weep as though they wept not, and they that rejoice as though they rejoice not, and they that buy as though they possess not, and that they use this world as not abusing it, for the fashion of this world passeth away. But I, but I would have you without carefulness. He that is unmarried careth for the things that belong to the Lord, how he may please the Lord. But he that is married careth for the things that are of the world, how he may please his wife. There is difference also between a wife and a virgin. The unmarried woman careth for the things of the Lord, that she may be holy both in body and in spirit. But she that is married careth for the things of the world, how she may please her husband. And this I speak for your own profit, not that I may cast a snare upon you, but for that which is comely, and that ye may attend upon the Lord without distraction. But if any man think that he behaveth himself uncomely toward his virgin, if she pass the flower of her age and need so require, let him do what he will. He sinneth not, and let them marry. Nevertheless, he that standeth steadfast in his heart, having no necessity, but hath power over his own will, and hath so decreed in his own heart that he will keep his virgin, doeth well. So in other words, if you want to be a eunuch, you could. Meaning, uh, if you wanted to stay single. It's not a sin if you don't marry. It's just a sin if you have sex and you're not married. Better to marry than to burn. And if you want to marry, you ought to know Condemnation. In fact, God said, uh, be fruitful and multiply. If you're going to multiply, you've got to be married. And this was given 2,000 years ago. Mankind had stopped having uh, marrying. The whole race would, would be dead. So God's not saying he's not for marriage. Of course he is. But Paul just talking about it's easier to serve the Lord as a single person than it is married and 
you know, better to marry than to burn and just know what you're getting involved in. And if you are, God wants marriages to stay together. He's not for divorce. And if you feel God has called you to be celibate for life, not marry, then serve the Lord. It'll be easier. So then, he that giveth her in marriage doeth well, but he that giveth her not in marriage doeth better. The wife is bound by the law as long as her husband lives. But if her husband be dead, she is at liberty to be married to whom she will, only in the Lord. So if you're married, you're to stay with that um, husband or wife. until death and if you have to separate you're, you're to remain unmarried or reconciled that's, that's, uh, those are the parameters we're to operate in and if you're, you become a widower you're free to marry it says but she is happier if she so abide a widow after my judgment and I think also that I have the spirit of God now as touching things offered unto idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffeth up, but charity edifieth. And if any man think that he knoweth anything, he knoweth not yet as he ought to know. But if any man love God, the same is known of him. As concerning therefore the eating of those things that are offered in sacrifice unto idols, we know that an idol is nothing in the world and that there is none other but God none other God but one that's Jehovah for though there be that are called gods the little g's whether in heaven or in the earth as there be gods many and lords many but to us there is but one God capital G one God the father of whom all things of whom all are all things and we in him and one Lord Jesus Christ by whom are all things and we by him Howbeit, there is not in every man that knowledge. For some with conscience of the idol unto this hour eat it as a thing offered unto an idol, and their conscience being weak is defiled. But meat commendeth us not to God, for neither we, if we eat, are we the better, neither if we eat not are we the worse. But take heed, lest by any means this liberty of yours become a stumbling block to them that are weak. For if any man see thee which hath knowledge, sit at meat in the idol's temple. Shall not the conscience of him which is weak be emboldened to eat those things which are offered idols? And through thy knowledge shall the weak brother perish for whom Christ died? But when ye sin so against the brethren and wound their weak conscience, ye sin against Christ. Wherefore, if meat make my brother to offend, I will eat no flesh while the world stands, lest I make my brother to offend. Am I not an apostle? Am I not free? Have I not seen Jesus Christ our Lord? Are not ye my work in the Lord? If I be not an apostle, unto others yet doubtless I am to you for the seal of mine apostleship are ye in the Lord mine answer to them that do examine me is this have we not power to eat and to drink have we not power to lead about a sister or wife as well as other apostles and as the brethren of the Lord and Cephas Cephas was married Simon Peter or I only and Barnabas have not we power to forbear working? Who goeth to warfare any time in his own charges? Who plants a vineyard and eats not of the fruit thereof? Or who feeds a flock and eats not the milk of the flock? Say I these things as a man, or saith not the law the same also? For it is written in the law of Moses, Thou shalt not muzzle the mouth of the ox that treadeth out the corn. Doth God take care? 
for oxen? Or saith he it altogether for our sakes? For our sakes, no doubt, this is written, that he that ploweth should plow in hope, and that he that thresheth in hope should be partaker of his hope. If we have sown unto you spiritual things, is it a great thing if we shall reap your carnal things? If others be, take, be partakers of this power of you, are not we rather? Nevertheless, we have not used this power, but suffer all things, lest we should hinder the gospel of Christ. Do ye not know that they which minister about holy things live of the things of the temple? And they which wait at the altar are partakers with the altar? Even so hath the Lord ordained they which preach the gospel should live of the gospel. But I have used none of these things. Neither have I written these things that it should be so done unto me. For it were better for me to die than any man should make my glorying void. For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of. For necessity is laid upon me. Yea, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. For if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward. But if against my will, a dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me. What is my reward then? Verily that when I preach the gospel, I may make the gospel of Christ without charge, that I abuse not my power in the gospel. For though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself servant unto all, that I might gain the more. And unto the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might gain the Jews. To them that are under the law, and as under the law, that I might gain them that are under the law. To them that are without law, as without law, being not without law to God, but under the law of Christ, that I might gain them that are without law. To the weak became I as weak, that I might gain the weak. I made all things to all men, and that I might by all means save some. And this I do for the gospel's sake, that I might be partaker thereof with you. Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receives the prize. So run that ye may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown. But we an incorruptible. I therefore so run, not as uncertainly. So fight I, not as one that beateth the air. But I keep under my body and bring it unto subjection lest that by any means when I have preached to others I myself should be a castaway. I'm going to stop right there. We read uh, we did five today. We did uh, 1 Corinthians 5 through 9. That's not bad. Well, speak my word is getting back up to speed. Father Yehovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for this opportunity to speak your word. We know that your word will not return void. We also know that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We renew our mind through the reading and hearing of your word. Praying that tonight, God, for each of us who renew our minds. Give us more faith. Also give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of what we're reading and hearing. Holy Spirit of God, Bless the hearer. Bless everyone that came out tonight. Where today we plead the blood of Jesus over everyone that will tune to these broadcasts. Bless everyone, Father God, that has come out. Guide and direct all of our steps. Surround us with your warrior angels. In Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray. Amen. Friends, I want to thank you for tuning in today. We've got kind of a, uh, a skinny schedule today. Just those two programs. But we got more tomorrow, beginning at 10 a.m. We're going to have Michael Cummins on and Asher Bach tomorrow. And um, I'm going to go ahead and upload these two shows and then I'll work on getting you some podcasts for Omega Man Reloaded and some others out there. So still early over here. I didn't go to bed till 7 yesterday. It was a long day. Uh, I'm going to try to go to bed by about 3 a.m., which is 3 p.m. 
And so uh, I've got time here and feeling pretty good. Let me get some of this stuff uploaded for you. Go to OmegaManRadio.com. Bookmark uh, our website and then also the two Podbean channels. Channel 1 for all of our new shows. And then the Omega Man Reloaded where you can get fresh podcast every day from a, a catalog of over 10,000 programs. And we're starting with episode 1 and working forward. Some great stuff there. So thankful that this program is not a current event show. Or that stuff will be worthless right now. Who wants to read yesterday's old news? You know, or 10 years ago. But what we got is the good news of Jesus Christ on many of those programs. And uh, I think you're going to be excited when you begin to uh, check those broadcasts out. Go to my website again, OmegaManRadio.com. If you want to support this ministry, which much appreciated, that keeps us fueled to keep going. There's ways to do it there. Love you all. Thank you for those that have. God richly bless you. See you next time. Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you, and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network.